I was a little disappointed this weekend. I thought you were going to be wearing rose. I heard from several people. Did, I, you know, I, I tell people we forget what we talk about, I, and that was a case in point. On Saturday, when you walked down the aisle, I was ready to behold the rose. Yeah, I know. I got to remember that for next year. And I just was a little disappointed. It's fine. I can... Um, I can forgive you for it, and I just want you to know that I've already moved on. Thank you. I'll, I'll add you to the list of people I've disappointed in life. That's that's good. It's probably very short. Twenty-three podcast. My name is Michael. I'm Father Jeff. Good to have you with us, Michael. How you doing, <gasps> Father? You are getting so good at caring about me. Uh, I am doing very well today. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You're doing all right. That's good. We um are just chugging right along in yeah. this Lenten season, Crazy. and things are getting real. Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking about Holy Week is coming. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Um, but it's be holy. It, it's. I hope so. Yeah. I. I think it's going to be very holy. Actually, it should be very lovely. Uh, but things are just moving and grooving, and uh, I'm enjoying the way that things are going. So I am. You know, again, not. I don't want to keep bringing it up, but I do forgive you for wearing violet last weekend. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can. If you need a pep rally next time to like psych you up before mass for the rose, a rose rally, a, ro- <laughs> a rose rally. Yes, we can bring Father Jeff Rose That's as a part right. of it. It's yeah. A, it's in the name. I know it. Uh, whatever you might need. So. Right. Well, better luck next year. How is Lent feeling for you overall? Um, busy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sensing yeah, that from that, you, too. Yeah, that's the, that's the tricky part. You know, I'm trying. Absolutely. Trying to, trying to bring a little Lent into Lent. but uh, <laughs> Trying to bring a little... What does that mean? Um, prayer. Yes. You know, that's... Uh, that's, that's uh, important absolutely speaking of which yeah we had our night of worship last week yeah it was so good for the season of lent so good it was an awesome night yeah it was a great turnout Mm -hmm. from the parish Mm -hmm. people i think really kind of entered into the spirit of the prayer yeah and uh it was just very nice to gather as a community in that way that was actually our first time doing one of those with you Mm -hmm. so what was kind of your takeaway from the evening no um yeah, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad people appreciated it. We did something similar in my last parish every month for like eight years. So oh, yeah? it was it was good to be able to good to be able to do. Um, yeah, just grateful for the night, the great crowd that showed up. Sure. Um, and obviously, you know, Jesus has something in store for us. So we place ourselves there in His presence, and yeah, you know, He'll move. That was very so, cool. Yeah, it, I. I sometimes like those types of things, whether it's like a Holy Day Mass or a night of worship or a reconciliation service, where you just like pause the craziness of the week Mm -hmm. and show up at church. Yeah. And there's something very cool about being here just in the middle of the week. Right. And and seeing all all the Sunday faces or Saturday faces Mm -hmm. um, in the middle of the week is just a really nice time to be able to do that. So thanks to all of you that participated and attended. And uh, we're planning to do another one. Coming up in May yeah, before Pentecost, which is a great time to do it. Yeah, we're we're hoping. Kind of our goal is to look at maybe trying these quarterly mm-hmm. throughout the year. Obviously, maybe trying to avoid doing it right in the middle of summer or something right. like that. But 
Uh, more to come on that. And hopefully if you missed out or something was on your schedule, you can make the one coming up in May. Sweet. Speaking of things that are coming up, we also have the Stations of the Cross. Uh, actually, it's this week. So if you're listening on Thursday or Friday, the 24th, the stations are tonight, Friday the 24th, the 24th at 7 o'clock. If you're listening on Saturday or Sunday, well, sorry, yep. you missed it. But you could still pray the Stations of the Cross today if you wanted to Correct. on your own time. Yep. Just Google. Or next Friday at 2. Stations of the Cross. Yes. Also, Good Friday uh, is coming up next week. Well, I guess that's not next Friday. It's two Fridays. Two Fridays. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. You're right. It is two Fridays. Uh, finally, we also have coming up on the 29th, so that's Wednesday of next week, uh, the light is on. Yeah, so the light is on. I think it started in the Archdiocese of Washington, just um, that every parish in that diocese would leave a light on in the confessional mm-hmm. um, for anyone who wanted to come in. And so our diocese has been um, involved with that. So it is this Wednesday. They've been trying to do it the Wednesday before Palm Sunday. So that's this Wednesday from 4 to 7. I'll be in a reconciliation room. I don't know which other parishes might be joining in. The idea is that you can go to any parish from 4 to 7, sure. and they'll have that available. Um, but you have to just check your local listings. <laughs> it's like the TV guide. Yes. Remember that little magazine? Yes. Does it still exist? Uh, there's an online version, An I online think. version of the TV guide. I'm just curious. There's a website. Curious. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, coming up again Wednesday the 29th for The Light Is On. Wouldn't it be ironic if seven. we lost power yes. during The Light Is On? Last uh, last year, we had a special healing service in uh, in Huron at St. Pete's, and the power went out like right before it started. Oh, really? And then came on right as it was ending. So it was kind of kind of wild. That is wild. Yeah. It's like having no internet for an entire Saturday a few weeks ago here. Yes. We didn't know what to do. I Luckily, know. Mass was very valid still. Yes. It was still prayerful. Mm-hmm. Prayer still goes without the internet. Yeah. It's wireless. Very wireless. Okay, so coming up this weekend, we have the fifth Sunday of Lent. Yeah. So just to recap, we've had five Sundays of Lent. First, we had the temptation in the desert. Mm-hmm. Then we had the transfiguration. Mm-hmm. Then we had the woman at the well. Yep. Then we had the man born blind. Yep. Now we have... The raising of Lazarus. Oh, this is a great story. Who I know. Who doesn't love this story? I think Lazarus was especially appreciative. <laughs> of all the people. Yes. I think, I he, think he loved it the most. This is definitely his greatest hit. <laughs> uh, yes, I think he probably did. But this is this is what's so great about year A, as yeah. we've been saying week after week. It's just like great readings for the season of Lent. And um, people have been behaving very well during these long Gospels. I'm very proud of you. St. John the 23rd. Yeah. Good Hang job. In there. Very, very proud of your attention. Yeah. And all three of these um, passages, the woman at the well, uh, the man born blind, the raising of Lazarus, are all exclusive to the gospel according to John. Oh. Um, and John, he only, he only um, in his whole gospel, only has Jesus doing just a few miracles. Um, but the ones that, that he does, he tends to have greater detail. You know, so it's like a whole chapter like sure. with the man born blind and like today with the raising of Lazarus. Um, so that makes it makes it unique. That's great. It's like high definition. Yes. Yeah, it's like getting all the detail. Miracle HD. <laughs> we should coin that. I know. Somebody's going to steal that from us. All right, so for the sake of our 23-minute podcast, we are going to read the short form for you today. However, we'll probably do the long form at Mass, and yep. we encourage you to take a look at that prior to coming on Sunday. All right, go ahead, Father. This is from John chapter 11. The sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus, 
saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. He became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done this something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, but because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary had seen what he had done and began to believe in him. I believe this gospel has one of the shortest verses in all of the gospels, correct? Yep. And Jesus wept. Just one verse all by itself. Yep. Powerful. Yeah, and it really shows with this passage that Jesus enters into the experience of, of loss and pain. Uh, we see him perturbed, agitated. You know, he's really feeling this, even though he knows what he's going to do, of he's course. Going through all the emotions. Yeah. You know, and just showing us that, you know, he's not above uh, even that experience of death. As he's, This is right before his own passion. Mm -hmm. so that's probably important to remember. Mm -hmm. So right after this, you know, sets the, the chain of events in place, you know, where he, be, he gets arrested and and everything. And so, you know, maybe he's he's sort of mourning his own, feeling his own upcoming yeah. suffering and death, um, but shows that he's, you know, he came to enter into our life in every way. And um, this is one of them. Yeah, it, it shows that too. You know, maybe we, we always talk about, you know, uniting our suffering with the suffering of Jesus on the cross, mm -hmm. but also shows that he united his suffering and his emotion with what we experience. Yeah. So, of course, we can't necessarily know what it feels like to be crucified physically or maybe even emotionally come to terms with that. But a lot of us, if not everyone, can identify with losing someone that's close to them, mm -hmm. right? 
Now, of course, the flip of this is you don't lose somebody that's close to you and then be like, you know what? Let's reverse this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's the idea of death and it's um, the mystery of death and the sadness of death and how it affects those. And even, you know, he was even seeing some of the repercussions of the ladies being upset, too, and then almost kind of taking it out on him a little bit as well. Yeah. And we might have that own temptation, you know, that lo- that line that both Martha and Mary said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And whether it's death or an actual death or something else in our life, you know, don't we get tempted sometimes to be like, well, you know, where was God in this? Or couldn't he have, like they said, could he, couldn't the crowd said, couldn't he have done something about this? And um, we, yeah. we struggle with that. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it's in that emptiness where we start to feel distant from God in the moment, Mm -hmm. but we can look back a lot of times and see God was in that moment. I may have felt alone. I may have felt distant from God, but I can see now where God was revealing himself to me in those moments where I may have felt a little abandoned. Yeah. Even the fact that, um, even right away in our gospel, you know, John makes a point to say, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, and then followed that up with, and he stayed put for two days. You know, we think, well, if he cared so much, why didn't he just go running? Yeah. You know, when he heard that Lazarus was was ill. But as he says, it's all for the glory of God. It's a similar to uh, with the man born blind. You know, they said, well, remember last week, the disciples asked, well, who sinned? You know, he or his parents that he was born blind. And he goes, well, none of them sinned. It's, it's so the glory of God can be revealed. Yeah. And we see a similar uh, point uh, today. Uh, in our passage that, you know, God can use this, you know, to reveal something about his glory, uh, that glory that um, we're made to to share in. And so even when it seems like there's a delay, you mm-hmm. know, in Jesus answering our prayers or or whatnot, I mean, he is the resurrection and the life and can bring life out of, out of anything. And perhaps, too, we don't see that, we don't always see the whole picture. Right. right? Where we're seeing our own immediate, you know, tiny microscopic view of a situation and not maybe take into account the bigger picture of what it is that as a parent, even just as a parent of human beings, children do this all the time, right? Just the other day, one of my kids was like, we were busy doing something. And, you know, you work on your kids with like, don't interrupt other people when they're either talking or they're busy doing something. And, um, one of my kids said to me, I said, you know, we're doing something right now. And, her response to me was, but I want to do something fun right now. You know, it was like the immediacy of like, I need what I need right now mm-hmm. in this moment. And my blinders are on to the entire situation and all the way that my actions and words are affecting other people around me. Um, I expect a child to act that way, right? That's why children have to learn from their parents what's right and wrong. Um, but in some ways, I think God probably laughs and says, I expect my children to act this way sometimes too, and I'm going to help them through those moments. Yeah, especially the ones that are so deep, like the loss of a of a loved one. Um, yeah, that that sort of faith and that trust even more that um, you know God is 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 going to get be is with us. You know, first of all, mm-hmm. um, yeah, either that temptation. You know, that you know God has. Oh, you know, God has a plan for this. Well, of course, right, right. But you know. And are trying to wrestle with that, just that he's with us. Yeah. You know, even if, if we can't, don't know where else to go with that experience, you know, and the feelings attached to it, it he's with us. Um, and 
we see here he's even crying with us mm-hmm. in those times. It's it's kind of a beautiful, a beautiful thing. Um, and and just knowing that's not the end, you know, ultimately. Sure. Well, and I think too, when we encounter death or um, a tragic situation, I think as human beings, we want to help somebody with the right words or yeah. say something that can bring them out of sadness or try to fix the situation. Right. Mm. I don't know if you, if you're like me, but you always want to fix it. Right. Like what can I do to make this better? Right. But I've come to the realization that it's okay to say to somebody, I don't have the words to say this right now, but I want you to know that I'm with you too. I love that point. Yeah. It's so important. And that we, I'm in solidarity with you and I will pray for you and I will hug you and I will be next to you. And if you need something, call, um, but I don't necessarily have words right now to make you feel better, and that's okay. Yeah, and I think Jesus even shows us that, of course, being being God and all, he he does raise him from the tomb. Yeah, I mean, Jesus <laughs> let's, Jesus gets MVP of taking care of the situation, right? But but in the in the in the meantime, and you know, his his humanness and his entering into the life of this family uh, that he's really come to be close to, you know, um, he just wants them to know that he is he is present. Yeah, and then fulfills yeah. you know what he actually came to do, which is bring us all to life. Now, of course, Lazarus, you know, he was more resuscitated; he wasn't resurrected. Yeah. You know, like like Jesus, you know, like um, so it, it sort of brought back to his earthly life. He was going to die again. Um, sure, but you know, there was this. It did show you know the Lord's um, power over life and death, uh, and then ultimately that that resurrection on on the last day. The <laughs> the end of this gospel as. You were reading, and Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. I could not help but think there's this trending video on Instagram of it's a husband calling competition at the Idaho State Fair. I don't know if you've come across this or not. No. But it's a, um, a competition where women compete calling their husbands, and the grand champion woman, um, her husband's name is Roy, which is even better, uh, but she is like the highest, screechiest, Roy, you better get over here right now, kind of voice. And I cry every time I watch it. And she wins like every year. I think she's like I've heard of this. six years I, in a row. I've heard of this. I would like, we could also, it doesn't have to be husband calling. You know, this is not just a women's only event. We could do pastor calling. We could do children calling. You know, mm-hmm. I would use probably something a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think the, the idea of this and that there's a prize for it absolutely cracks me up so when jesus was calling lazarus i was like yeah he'd probably be the winner for the lazarus call right for sure yeah for sure but what i love about this is he first of all he calls him by name and he and the um there's a whole spiritual dimension to this too you're like lazarus come out um and i i mentioned this sometimes in confession that i tell people like this is like your sort of all the sacraments are an experience of the Paschal mystery of Christ's death and resurrection. And so this is a, this is a moment of rising for you. And, um, you know, I mentioned this story. And so, you know, I tell people like Jesus is saying to you, come out from the darkness, like we saw last week with the man born blind, mm-hmm. you know, and the things that tie us up and keep us bound, you know, the Lord came to free us from those. And so, you know, even when we leave, you know, the sacrament of reconciliation, um, that's a time when Jesus says, untie him and let him go. Hmm. Uh, and it's such an amazing, amazing thing. And he calls you by name. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not just a general, hey, you over there. It's, hey, Roy. Right. Roy? <laughs> Roy? I don't think Jesus calls that way. I, it would be great if he did just once for fun, just for laughs. You know me. I'm always, I always like to go for the laugh. Um, 
but he call he calls us by name and says come with me yeah, be free yeah and lazarus probably he couldn't have walked out of there because he was all tied up and so even a power beyond himself even sort of got him to the right got him to the the, the door of the, the tomb so to speak which is I mean, I'll do everything I can here not to be completely sacrilegious, but it's a kind of a hilarious do your, do your best. mental. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to disappoint you any more than I normally do, uh, but it's kind of a hilarious image. Lazarus trying to get out. That's, I'm just going to, I'll stop. I told you, I promised you I wasn't going to go any, any farther. I'm sure the listeners are picturing it themselves. Well, yeah. just wait a minute while they mm-hmm. got it. Right. There it is. There okay, it is. great. Yeah. On time, let him go, man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, I think we need to just take it to prayer at this point. I think so. Thank you. And the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Almighty God, um, we're grateful that you sent your Son to untie us, um, to free us from those things that keep us bound, from living the abundant life that you uh, have made us for, uh, you've saved us for, uh, through our own baptism and encounter with you in the sacraments in your church. Especially during this time of Lent, help us to continue to recognize those ways that you call us out uh, to yourself and into the freedom that uh, that you look to give us. Thank you for knowing our name and for calling us by name and for being with us in our difficult, uh, challenging, and sad and upsetting moments. Help us to remember always that you are the, the Lord of life and that uh, we're made for your glory. Lord, I just ask you to bring consolation and comfort to um, to any hearts that are that are hurting right now. Uh, come, Holy Spirit, and, and just fill them with uh, with your peace. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Somebody told me the other day after Mass, they said, "I just love." father just prayer at the end of the podcast nice and i said well i'm glad somebody does yeah <laughs> wow. just kidding hey friends i'm gonna be gone this weekend so i will miss you greatly but father jeff will be here and father jeff will let's be all here. change everything up while he's gone just see what see what happens see if i can figure it out when i get back it'll be like where's waldo yeah where's the piano <laughs> we'll see you guys